guys, it's Shelly with Emerge Marketing Solutions. We are halfway through our Lenten journey. Are you feeling the call? Do you hear or see the plans God has for you? Are you trusting in your faith and allowing yourself to develop that deeper connection with God? These are difficult times that we face right now, but have comfort in knowing that God is always with us. He has greater plans than you could ever imagine. I encourage you to persevere and continue on this journey and you will emerge strengthened. Good morning, everyone. Today is day 22, and I'm excited to share with you the readings today because I think they continue to tell the story and call us closer to living God's word. So let's begin today in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Dear Lord, we are on this journey and we are opening our hearts to you. Help us to see what you are calling us to do. Help us to know that what we do is right and is just in your name and in your word. Help us to know that despite our differences, despite the different ways that we come to you, you accept all of us. And the ways that we come to you is different, no matter the sins we have made or our past that has happened, or even the sins we make in the future. Help us to know that you are always with us and are always forgiving and loving. Help us to develop that closer relationship with you and trust in you that all will be okay. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. All right, everyone. I think this first reading hit me head on um, once again, kind of dialing in right to the situation that we're in right now. It's just simply amazing that, you know, God has always had this patent <clears throat> despite what's happening in our world today. I feel like he knew this was all going to happen, and he was helping to prepare our hearts and our minds uh, to be able to endure this time and to be there for others in our communities, in our families, in our world. So that first reading says, Come, let us return to the Lord. It is he who has rent, but he who will heal us. He will revive us after two days, and on the third day he will raise us up to live in his presence. Let us know, let us strive to know the Lord, as certain as, certain as the dawn is his coming. So we know every single day we can expect that the sun is going to rise. Some days might be cloudy, but the sun is still there. We don't have complete darkness. So he says, come return to the Lord. That's what he's asking us to do today. He's asking us to refocus our lives, to come back to the Lord, no matter what our past has been. And then I really liked in the verse before the gospel reading how it said, uh, if today you hear his voice, harden not your hearts. And I think that really allows us to open up our hearts and not have that, that thick shell or, or coating that we won't let it penetrate us, that we won't let us in. We're holding up that guard and saying, I'm strong enough to handle this. I can handle this too. But what he's saying is allow yourselves to be soft. Allow your heart to be open and trust that all will be okay. And open your heart up and allow this message to come in so that he can hear, we can hear his voice uh, and hear that calling to us. And thinking about those things that are hardening your heart or have hardened your heart in the past. I kind of told you about that turtle shell, uh, or the turtle that showed up in my backyard. And this really reminds me of that turtle shell. 
that sometimes we are like a turtle and that we put up this hard guard uh, to protect everything else that is inside it. Everything we own, everything that's inside our hearts, uh, maybe even our family is within that shell. And that's okay to have that comfort and knowing that all will be okay. But sometimes you have to let God's word penetrate that so that it can help change you and allow you to evolve to become closer to him. So then in the gospel reading today, we learn of the parable of the Pharisee and the tax collector. And many of you might see yourself more as the Pharisee, or some may see yourself more as the tax collector. And I think we're being called to be more like the tax collector, surprisingly enough. So in recounting the story, the Pharisee had gone to the temple and in his mind, so he was very righteous. He believed that he deserved God and he had done everything else. He said he's not like everyone else. He's uh, not greedy, not dishonest, not adulterous. He's not like the tax collector. He even called out the person that was with him. The tax collector was there as well. Said, I'm not like him. I'm so much better than him. He fasts twi twice a week. He tithes. He does all the things that the Bible tells him to do. He was sharing that he was righteous and deserving of God's love and many specifically saying that the tax collector was not worthy. How many of us think that we are righteous and are, are worthy of God's love because we've done everything right? We follow the readings. We've done all of those things. But the problem is he was also judging others and comparing himself to others. So maybe some of you have been felt like you're push, pushed away from the church because of those righteous people, those people who are in the church who are doing all the things, but also judging you, or you feel like they're judging you because you haven't done all the things. Well, then maybe you're more like the tax collector. The tax collector in the story couldn't even look up to heaven. He didn't even walk all the way up into the temple um, and, and right up to the altar. He stood back. He wouldn't even look to heaven. But here's the difference. He showed up. He showed up and he was there to ask for God's forgiveness. And he simply said, God, be merciful to me. I'm a sinner. There are times in our lives that we don't have the words, that we don't have the connection and relationship with God. And we've learned from this parable and this gospel reading that this is okay. This is where God is, is coming to people and meeting them where they're at. He specifically says, do not compare yourself to one another. Humble yourself to God. Admit your sins and ask for forgiveness and forgive others around you. Do not judge one another. No matter how righteous you feel like you are, you're showing up, you're doing all the things. Do not judge those others because you don't know their life and you don't know their story and what they're experiencing. Show up and do good for others always. Be more like the tax collector and simply admit to your sins. Simply admit that you don't know it all and you're inviting God to come into your life to be with you and to help guide you um, in, in all of your actions and in your words. And if you're more like the tax collector, remember this reading. Remember this reading very closely because I think here, it really helps us to understand that God says, I made this for you. I am here for those who, who have those sins, who, um, who 
are admitting their sins, even though they don't know the right words, they don't have that daily routine of prayer, they may not have forgiven those around them, but remember that God is there to guide us in, in this journey. So if we start to invite him into our lives, that's the first step. We're not doing this for everyone else. We're doing this for ourselves and to help ourselves have that closer relationship with God. Because, because once we have that, we will then open our hearts. We will soften our hearts to be able to listen to God's calling and to have faith and trust in him that we will know what to do and how to serve others once we have that strong relationship with God. Without that, it becomes very difficult to share, share that good news without becoming righteous without becoming uh, that judging person who um, says, I'm doing all the things right and you aren't. That's not, that's not good and that's not helpful for our society as well. So think about those moments who you, when you may have been one or the other. I think there are times that maybe we have felt um, on, on one end of the spectrum or the other or maybe sometimes in the middle. Um, but how can we help uh, change others' lives, especially during this time, to invite them um, to have that closer relationship with God, even if we can't invite them back to church right now um, and have them con connect that way. But I also share that when we do get back to church, when we are able to get back to meeting together in community with one another at church and at Mass, I invite you to remember this parable, to realize that we can't be like the Pharisee, that we can't judge others who have decided to come back or, or say kind of snide remarks of, oh, it's good to see you again. Did this pandemic just make you decide that you wanted to come back? Hold those remarks. Welcome them back. Help them to understand that they are a welcome part of this community as well because they're trying hard. And, and I know it takes a, a lot to come back to church, um, especially if you've been gone for a while. Um, so be thinking about that and, and calling into your heart how you could change uh, in those ways to become more like God wants us to be. The other thing that I wanted to address is now that we're on kind of the downhill slide, if you will, we're nearing more or beyond the halfway point of our 40 days of Lent, I also wanted to call to mind some of the ways um, that we might be looking to continue this journey uh, after our 40 days and after Easter comes. Maybe we could start to begin uh, a routine of daily prayer and of helping ourselves to connect more with God. I know one of my goals in doing this program was to help each one of you grow, including myself, grow in our faith, be comfortable with uh, what God is calling us to do, to be able to listen to those things. And I think I shared early on that, that daily intentional prayer, journaling, um, or those actions that, that work most for you, everyone's different, um, can help us to grow in that faith and trust in God and recentering our lives so that we have a daily focus on him and, and hear what we're being called to do. So think about what, what, is, what works best for you. What could be your daily routine and could you start that now? Could we start those things now so that when we get to Easter, it's not like a check the, mark, check the box, I already completed that, um, I finished those 40 days, never thought I could do it, but we got through those readings, but now what? 
we're not being called to just end right there and go back to our daily lives. This is transforming us. And we're being called to do things that are maybe different than we've been doing in the past. So maybe it's continuing to read these daily readings. Maybe it's journaling about, about what you're feeling and uh, thinking about what those things that you're feeling called to do and writing those down. I shared with you that I follow Rachel Hollis's Start Today practice, um, the Start Today journal, and I um, have not been doing that during this time. I decided to kind of set that aside and focus on this, um, but that is definitely something that I want to get back to um, at the end of these 40 days. And with that, um, you know, I start every, uh, the beginning of my journal um, with the top 10 things I am grateful for that day. In the last 24 hours, identify those top 10 things I'm grateful for. I then write a statement of I am, I am, and then I use three adjectives to describe me that help lift me up and to help me believe more in myself that I have um, the tools and skills I need to be the best person that I can. And then I write the dreams I have for the future. The things, the big, big, crazy goals that I want to accomplish. And when you write those down every single day, sometimes they change, but sometimes they are the same, even for maybe even years. Um, but if we don't write those down and we aren't intentional about what dreams we want to accomplish, it's hard to hold ourselves accountable. So when you go back after a month, two months, a year of writing in these journals and stating what these dreams are, hopefully you'll be able to look back and to see the accomplishments you've made in working towards your goals. And so that's one of the journaling practices. I also mentioned um, doing those readings. Um, maybe it's writing a list of um, people that you need to forgive or the things that you need to forgive in your heart um, and sins that you have. Maybe it's calling to mind your sins and then asking for God's forgiveness on those. Um, because if we call God into our lives to help um, address our sins and help us to be okay um, with the sins that we have made. Sometimes that that can help heal us as well, almost every time. God, know that God has already forgiven you, but forgiving ourselves can often be the hardest thing to do. And so if we invite God into our lives, maybe he's calling us to, to um, find forgiveness within ourselves and forgiveness of others. We also talked about that. Maybe we need to identify those people that we need to forgive. Maybe we write down here are the top ways or top things um, that we find that are positive about that person and focus on the positive as opposed to the ways they may have betrayed you. So identify some of those things uh, that, that can help you stay focused on the positive. That doesn't mean that you have to reconnect with that relationship with you, you had with them in the past but maybe it's to know that going forward, you can heal your heart and find love in your heart to forgive your neighbor as yourself. Forgive your friends and family members um, so that you can move on and be freed of, of that burden that is holding you back. So I'm not going to say that there's any certain thing that you absolutely have to do as we leave this practice. Um, I've actually been thinking it as well and uh, I hear this crazy calling to continue this, and <laughs> I keep laughing at God. I don't really know. Um, but one thing that I have been feeling the call for since the beginning of this, I had a lot of people reach out to me and say, 
um, Shelly, I really want to meet in person. I really want to have some sort of, of group um, or get together. Uh, and, and that kind of scares me. Um, I love speaking in, in front of people, um, but to bring together all people of different um, religion or faith um, and different points in, in their uh, journey, I think it would be really, really cool. I just don't know that I'm capable of doing that. <laughs> um, so I continue to pray about that. I think it would be so transformative. I've been part of some of those experiences in the past, having gone to youth gatherings and such. Obviously, those were huge, um, and this could still be small, but um, I, I feel like God has big plans uh, for us and for this, and so um, be, stay tuned. I might listen to that calling, and if that's something that is of interest to you, let me know. Reach out and say, you know, I think that would be really neat to get everyone together um, and have some sort of a speaker and a gathering to help share our faith with one another. So be thinking about what intentional practices you plan to do. Um, you don't have to start that right away, um, but be thinking about after these 40 days, what is something that you can carry with, with you into the future to help transform your life and keep you connected with God. All right, we're going to close for today in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Dear Lord, please help us continue on this journey, whether we may see ourselves as the Pharisee or the tax collector. Help us to know that you are there for us, no matter where we're at in our lives. Help us to know that you're there to guide us, to become more accepting of others, and to have more faith and trust in you that all will be okay, no matter what our past has been. So help us to continue on that journey. Help us to continue to invite you into our hearts, not hardening our hearts, especially during this difficult time, but help to open up our hearts and to know that right now is the time for us to return to the Lord, to return to you and to help bring us closer to you and closer to one another despite our distances. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen. Thank you, everyone. Have a wonderful day. I hope you enjoy this day and maybe get some fresh air. We'll talk to you soon. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for wholeness and not for evil, to give you a future full of hope. Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11. Thank you for joining us on the Emerge podcast. We hope you enjoyed the journey and are prepared to emerge strengthened.